thought you were going to say You're making the babies. Yeah. Making the babies. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bros, Bibles, and Beer. This is episode 167. This is Jeff. Andy, how's it going? Oh, what's a potato? Uh, Idaho potatoes. Uh, Zach? <laughs> anarchy in the BBB, bro. Of course. It's, you're all about anarchy. Hey, Scott? 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 Cricket. I heard and saw something on social media the other day where they were referring to some people as a potato. Who? Yeah. They were saying, and it got banned. You're not allowed to call someone potato. Maybe this is bad. Maybe I'm saying something really offensive right now. I have no idea. I don't know. I it said potato, and they called someone a potato. Could and be like, a could you're be not a, supposed to do that. Could be a Boise thing. If you <laughs> live in. You never <laughs> know. You, you can't make memes of green frogs like. What? Suddenly the OK symbol becomes a white supremacist thing. Like I don't, I don't, I can't keep up with all the, the uh, internet memes that destroy people's lives. <laughs> I'm looking this up right now, calling people a potato. Uh, Urban Dictionary. I'm a potato. Uh, oh, you can refer to someone. Oh yeah, this saying this refers to the fact that someone is ugly, strange, and or fat. <laughs> well, <laughs> examples. Mary is such a potato. Or David asked me to prom, but he's a potato, so I'm not going. (laughs) And apparently this is cropping up recently. I guess it's not okay to say that. Well, kids, if you're listening, don't call people potatoes because it's not nice. No, it's not. Oh, what's up, gentlemen? What are we drinking tonight? What am I drinking? What are you drinking? I am trying something new I've never had before. Modern Times is a great uh, beer maker um this is dungeon map west coast ipa Ooh, uh, and i will say it's delicious there's a lot of different hops there's just like loads of lupulin um and it's delicious <laughs> lupulin is the oil the hop oil <laughs> that's, that's great that's great i'll uh hop in here i am drinking <laughs> i see what you did kern river <laughs> kern river brewing yeah uh this is an ipa and like its name, it is just outstanding. That's Kern River Brewing, just outstanding IPA. I always imagine Bill Walton announcing that. <laughs> just outstanding, big man. <laughs> and it counts. You guys- oh, no, that's not Bill Walton. That's Marvel. That's great. And I'm drinking water because I've been drinking way too much beer. I just did a like a uh, little check on myself, and I think for the past two weeks I've had no less than no less than one beer, and it looked like the average was bumping to like five. <laughs> Wait, five five a, a day. day? Yeah. <laughs> Which if Well, you, welcome hey, to our AA meeting. Hey, as the a BBB fellow, just turned on. into AA. As a fellow alcoholic, Andy, let me defend you for a second. <laughs> All right, yes. Um five a day if you're off if you're enjoying the sunshine and you're hanging out all day with your friends that's it's true easy to do five and not be out of control and now, i five do- within a podcast we're in trouble <laughs> <laughs> please refer to the joshua casey podcast <laughs> yeah. episode 164 where there were problems <laughs> yeah no, no i uh i i can see it on my frame yeah so just that illustrious six five slender Athletic frame, wide, broad shoulders, chin, and cheekbones that cut light well. You can start to see it. <laughs> Andy McCraw. Oh. No, wait, 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 wait. When I was leaving today. Great. <laughs> when I was leaving today, 
uh, I'm wearing this shirt and my wife, she says, uh, that is the ugliest shirt. And I'm like, well, if I go and get any shirt out of the closet, you're going to say that that is the ugliest shirt as well. And she was like, well, no. Oh yeah. Yeah. But where's that one shirt? I'm like, well, uh, I've been drinking too much with the guy. So uh, I can't wear that I gotta shirt find my comfy shirt. So. <laughs> All right. We got water. We got beer. We got beer and we have a guest and I'll just say his name right now. Jeremy Mitchell from Mitchell back company and uh, the Jeremy Mitchell show, which is a podcast. Um, we'll get to you. We'll go deep on you for in a minute. Um, hi Jeremy. It's a, <laughs> Hi, Jeremy. It's a baseball <laughs> analogy. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, guys. <laughs> we're bringing the high heat. What are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking uh, my favorite beer, Good People IPA from Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, yeah. Is that like a like a session IPA? The can makes me think like you could just crush those over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's a pretty standard IPA. It's my favorite. Um, and I have also have, I, I got a koozie, a special koozie for this episode of bros, Bibles and beers. It's a, uh, it's oh, a koozie dude. that holds a baseball card. I had that baseball card. Andre that's, Dawson. Yeah. Yes. That's, nice. that's Don Russ, 1988. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, uh, it's the diamond Kings illustration of Andre Dawson nice. on the can. Yeah. And there was a, you could get. I forget how that you would uh, obtain them, but there were puzzle pieces, and it was stand yep. stand mutual. Stand mutual. Yeah, <laughs> this has been your wow. five minutes of baseball card trivia for Blood Bros. Bible Bear. <laughs> I have a complete set of the 1987 year um, that with the wood grain border tops. Tops. Yeah. yeah. There's a Bo Jackson bonds. rookie. Very. Yeah, uh, I do have that card. Uh, there is a little crease in one of the corners. That hurts. That's unfortunate. That's all right. <laughs> my retirement though is in my Shaquille O'Neal rookie card. So that's the Conseco rookie too, isn't it? I think so. I think it is. Yeah, rated rated rookie. Rated rookies. Wow, that brings back a lot of memories. Yeah, I went. I was <laughs> deep into the baseball card oh, collecting. Did a you? Ton. I have a ton of rookie cards. I have really expensive old ones like a 1965 yeah. Sandy Koufax. I don't have that. And a 61 <laughs> Hank Aaron. I don't have a 65 Koufax. I don't know where they My are. My uncle does, though, and somebody broke in and stole them all. Oh, that's cool. That was bad. I haven't seen mine in a while. They're in a, like a little mini safe case, and I don't know where that is. Mm. That's cool. It, the kids didn't want to go to college anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs it these days anyway? It's not worth it. <laughs> well, let's, Jeremy, let, tell us a little bit about yourself. And, um, I want to talk about sports, why you think sports are cool. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think sports are cool. Are you like, what, what is so Sorry, great I'm about baseball? I thought you snapped. No, I'm just getting comfortable on the chair. <laughs> I know Jeff listener. He just put his hand on the back of my chair and I thought I was doing something wrong. Are you trying to give me a sign here? Am Stop I, moving. Am I moving too much. <laughs> all right. All right. Continue Zach. I'll allow yeah, it. Give us a little snapshot of who you are, um, where you live and why you started Mitchell Back Company, and we'll just kind of go from there. Yeah, so uh, I live in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, with my three daughters and wife. Um, and I started Mitchell Back Company in 2013, and I launched it and started selling bats before I had bats to sell. Oh, yes. Uh, okay. How did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I just want you so, to imagine uh, yeah. with me for a minute a baseball bat. Can you show me one? No, just go with me in your imagination. <laughs> yeah, how'd I do that? So, uh, yeah, Photoshop. Got some uh, mad Photoshop skills. So I um, Photoshopped these bats, and it was a thing that I was kind of thinking about doing, um, but never, never imagined really actually making the bat. And, um, I got excited and I kind of started this, uh, started this brand, uh, during a commercial break of the, uh, of game six of the world series back in 2013. So it was, uh, the Red Sox versus the Cardinals. Mm. And I had been thinking about this bat company, um, just for a couple of months. And, uh, I, I wasn't, I didn't have any plans to launch it until after Christmas. And, uh, so during that seventh inning stretch, I, um, created a, created a website and created an Instagram account and started posting these bats on the internet and, um, promising people these, these, uh, nice hand painted wooden bats. And on the site, it said it would take six to eight weeks to get your bat. And so I figured, Hey, if somebody buys one tonight, then that's, you know, well after Christmas and I won't have to deal with it. And, um, we started selling bats four days later. Oh man. Wow. And so what did you do? Yeah. What happened? So I, I, uh, I didn't refund in their money, uh, which I thought about doing, uh, because you know, I don't have these bats and I don't know how to do it. And so, uh, I, I went to Google poker player and you called my bluff. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I, uh, I went to the internet and Googled, um, wooden blank bat. And, uh, I found, I found a guy who, who sells them and, and uh, ordered just one to to check it out to see if uh, this this bat would be you know what I what I wanted. And um, sure enough, this guy lived about thirty minutes from my house. And uh, just the serendipi- serendipitiness of this uh, whole story. Yeah, I, I emailed him and said I need to come down and get more bats. And uh, he said, Yeah, come on down. And uh, went to his house and uh, he opened up his like. Uh, detached garage that was full of bats thousands of bats oh my gosh. Whoa. um and uh he's a he's a bat dealer and so uh so we we uh i told him i'm gonna need a whole bunch of these and he said how many and i said i need 10 and um he's been my guy since since uh 2003 what do you mean he's so, a, sorry 2013 what do you mean he's a bat dealer He's just got blank bats. Oh, got all kinds of bats. What, uh, what okay, kind of okay. bat are you interested yeah. in, man? Okay. What the, what, take a look at the back of the shed. Then. Like there's, you know, you've got, you know, He's Rawlings Italian. and, yeah. well, you know, Mariucci. Yeah. You get, or, Mar- Mar- whatever. Steve Mariucci bats. Yeah. 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 Uh, but you've got, <laughs> a, you've got all these bat companies. What is, mm-hmm. how does a bat dealer get involved in dealing bats if there's companies so, out there? Yeah. So all these, all these bat companies, um, have, have a ton of waste, um, all of their bats. So it takes, um, so if you can imagine a, a stack of, a stack of billets, which is like a, a round piece of wood that makes the actual bat. Yep. So it, it takes, it takes 10 pallets of billets that are like 10 feet by 10 feet square, mm-hmm. um, to make a hundred bats to, to go on, onto the field. So they have to be they have to be legit perfect, the weight, the grain, everything. So out of a thousand, out of a, out of a thousand sets of billets, only one hundred are usable. Whoa. And so you have nine. So you have to, and they have to make the the bat completely to to know if it's good or not. And so the so all these bat companies have nine hundred 
bats per 100 bats and they have to do something with them. And so individuals buy them at, at the semi truck load. And then those individuals sell them to people like me who are, who are uh, doing things with them. Wow. He sell my guy sells them to um, independent leagues. So like Mexican leagues or um, wood bat leagues that are around the country and they use them to play with. And I use them to put stripes on and sell them to companies like Nike. That is fascinating that there is that, that part of the industry out there. It's kind of like food, like uh, the top supermarkets have certain food, you know, they take certain produce, but then they pass along like, well, we don't really want this. It's still good. And Mm -hmm. that's the, the market that, that he's in and you, then you, he's your supplier. That's amazing. I love it. You're kind of saving the planet a little bit. I am (laughs) one. And I mean, these these bats are perfect. I mean, there's, if you look at them, there's, there's like, there's nothing wrong with them. There's no cracks. There's no, um, it's just a a tiny little by a fraction of whatever the player, Mm. the weight or just the grade or anything. Um, but I, but I handpick them one at a time. Wow. So were you, and the original, I, Go ahead. The original idea was the original idea when I when I had this idea, I started photoshopping these bats, and I was going to go around around to like um, thrift stores or like antique malls and and buy these like old vintage bats and paint them up. But I was like, there's no way to scale that. Mm. And uh, I had an old vintage bat, and I, I couldn't bring myself to to paint it because I'm like, it's it's perfect as it is. And so yeah. the original idea um, kind of died pretty quickly. And then I was just like, well, I don't I don't know what I'm going to do. And then um, found this found this guy, and uh, sure enough, he has. I've never he's never ran out of bats. Like he's he's been my guy for eight years. Yeah, and I guess I shouldn't say like they are. I kind of made a poor analogy because the professional baseball players have a very specific like I, I the feel, the weight, everything mm-hmm. has to be perfect for them, and just a like just a a smidge off, as you said. Um, so these yep. are like, these are like so close to perfect. And those are the bats that you're right. getting painting and, uh, and creating this, um, business of yours, which is, right. I saw, uh, the pictures of the bats and they're beautiful. So what do you, what do you do? Uh, once you, well, how you was take, that first order? Can we yeah. Go back I was going to gonna say, like, do you yeah. take an order and then move forward? How was that for you? Promised it. And then were you able to fulfill yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So the, so yeah, so it was four days later. So four days later, um, I'm, you know, sitting at home with, with my wife and we, we just had our second baby girl and, uh, it was a Sunday afternoon. I'll never forget. It was a Sunday afternoon. And I like, I hear this, um, chime on my phone that I've never heard before. It was like a doll, like a, like a cash register. It's like cha-ching. And, um, I was like, what was that? And, uh, I, my wife was like, it was came from your phone. So I went to my phone and I had installed the app, you know, for the, for the store. And, um, it was like, congratulations, you made your first sale. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> and so I'm holding my phone and I'm like, Oh no, I, I'm in big trouble. And my wife, Kathy bat. was like, what, what happened? And she goes, I'm, we made our first sale. And, um, it was kind of almost like a little panic. Like she was like, you got to, you got to tell him like the, these bats aren't real and you got to give, <laughs> give him his money back. And right when she said that I get an email 
from this guy. And uh, I was like, I'm, this is, this is the cops. This is like, this is the FBI. I'm going to jail. And he, he emails me and he, he bought. So when I, when I launched this thing, I only had two, two bats available and they were red, white, and blue Navy, Navy, red, and white for the Cardinals and the Red Sox. And he's like, Hey, I just bought, I just bought one of your bats, but I want to, I want to buy one in Mets colors. Uh, and I see that you don't have it on your site. Um, do you happen to have one of those? And so, um, before I emailed him back, I was like, okay, what could, what should I do here? Um, and so I, I did the honest thing and I went to Photoshop and I just Photoshopped <laughs> a, a Mets, Mets colored bat and popped it on the site. And then I just responded to his email with a link. Um, to buy that bat. And I was like, you're in luck here. It's right here. Um, who, kn- who knew? News. We just found it back in our uh, gigantic 10,000 square foot industrial building. We have one. left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just spoke to my manager and yes, here it is. <laughs> and um, so then he bought it from that email. So my first customer was my first repeat customer four oh. days later and uh, still didn't have any bats. Still didn't know and like how, what I was going to do. How did he find this? Like, I have no idea. It? I mean, I was on, I was on Instagram that night, um, just liking every single Red Sox post that I could find. Mm. And, um, Instagram had just released the, um, like where you could tap on a location and it shows everyone at that location. And so Mm. Fenway park was, was pretty hot that night. And so I was just like liking all the photos and I was, um, contacting these people and, and telling them about the bat company. And I was offering them free shipping, um, Mm. on these bats that didn't exist and, um, I love this. So maybe he, maybe, maybe he saw it from that. I'm not sure. But, um, that week, um, that week we sold, I think like 10 bats that week. Um, and one person bought it from, uh, Australia and I didn't, I didn't have like international shipping set up yet. And so oh I had to gosh. pay like, you know, a hundred dollars to ship him this bat. And at oh. the time they were $130. So I lost for sure. Lost a bunch of money on that one. But, um, two weeks to the date. And I, I've told this story before and I've, I've gone back to the email to make sure that my, that my, my timestamp is right. But literally 14 days after I launched this bat company, um, someone from ESPN emails me and they want to feature me in the holiday gift guide for that upcoming Whoa. black Friday. Gosh. And so, um, I mean, of course I said yes to that. And, and we were in California visiting, um, family, uh, for Thanksgiving and um, that Sunday morning uh, after Black Friday, um, my phone was just like going crazy, just orders coming in oh from from that goodness. from that ESPN thing. And so when we came back from from California, like we had to I had to go back down uh, to my guy and get uh, you know a car full of bats and and bring them back to the house and and uh, paint them one at a time. And it was uh, it was a crazy time to think back because I didn't I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know. I didn't know how to paint. I didn't know how to um, ship. I didn't know like when this was going to stop, um, if it was ever going to slow down. Um, but every single every single corner of our house, and even like the our baby bed, was full of bats <laughs> that were like ready to ship. <laughs> and did you, it was like it was like okay, no, it was full, a full bat. It was just a full just operation that I was just doing, and I was staying home. I was staying up until like two a.m. Um, painting. And uh, we had a, we had a newborn and I, I started a brand new job and um, I was just painting bats until like three o'clock in the morning and I would go to sleep for a little while. And then, 
get up early in the morning and continue painting and then just go to work and then come back and just do it all over again until, until Christmas was over. Oh, you had your own sweatshop. Yeah, With employee own personal <laughs> sweat. <Yeah. laughs> yes. What? So for sure. Where did you get the trait to basically act like our own Jeff Pearson? Like he he's a kind of guy that oh I don't know how to do something but I want to do it so I'll just start doing it. Like how do you what what where did you get that at the very beginning where I'm just gonna pull pull the trigger on this whole thing even <laughs> though I don't have anything. Yeah, I would probably hundred percent. My mom, um, she was all the time taking on projects like baking cakes and, um, making like costumes for the church play and, uh, just like teaching herself how to like make curtains for people. Like, like she was all the time doing projects outside of her day job. And, um, I, she, she learned that from her, from her mom. So like I come from a family of makers and I think that, that combined with just um, being fascinated with the internet and and how how easily you can uh, spin up a brand and mm. it looks one hundred percent legit and um, the person behind it is just you know a guy behind a, a computer like myself and promising the promising the internet that they can provide a, <laughs> a hand painted baseball bat with high quality paint job well i love the fact like when the dodgers won the world series um was it two was it last year? last year last year last year the moment that the world series was over i ordered two world series championship dodger shirts and it's kind of the same thing i mean like you could be piggybacking off every single game yep. or oh my gosh it just seems endless opportunity yeah yeah and now i mean I mean, fast forward, you know, this season we started, we have MLBPA licensing. Mm. And, and so we're doing, we're doing bats with, with player names on them, with their Jersey number. And that all comes, um, through, through licensing. And, uh, it's, it's been, a, it's been a wild, uh, eight years. It's, it's it just hasn't slowed down since that night that I launched it. So previously you could do team, team logos, logos, team colors, but you couldn't do the players cause it's a separate license deal. Correct. So the so I can't do I can do logos unless it's for the unless it's for the team. team. Stuff, yeah. Okay. So I so I've I've done I've done logo bats for the actual teams, um, and that's been kind of ongoing ever since the ever since the beginning. That's cool. The Red Sox though, the Red Sox have been the the biggest player um, mm. in me making me making bats for them. Um, there's actually a um, Alex Verduga. Alex Verdugo his his card. Um, he's holding a he's holding a Mitchell bat over his shoulder. Oh no! In his, way. Uh, tw- yeah, his twenty twenty tops nice. card. That's cool. And so we did we did. Um, so this is funny. So yeah, I started launched it in twenty thirteen when the Red Sox won, um, and I was a huge fan of the Red Sox uh, social media account. And so um, the the girl that runs that her name's <laughs> I'm just laughing because you threw it social media account at the end. It was like I'm a huge fan of the Boston Red Sox. Social, social media, media account. account, not the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> Unintentional. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Red Sox and I love their Instagram <laughs> account. Um, how's that? Um, and so they're just super responsive over, under, over Instagram. And, and um, so I, I can, it, her name's Mar- Marissa McLean. Like she was the person that was in charge of the account and still is. Um, Billy Weiss is their team photographer. Um, team, Tim, Tim, 
Tim Heitzelman is their creative director and um, they're super accessible. You just, I, I just started a conversation with them. Um, I had a goal in 2018 to, to send all of the team's bats when they win the World Series. And um, so I sent the Red Sox a bat with their, um, with the, the year on it, 2018. And then they had a slogan called, uh, it was Damage Done. Um, during the series, it was do damage. So I, I made a damage done uh, Mitchell bat for them and sent it to them just with like no strings attached, just like, mm. hey, here's a, here's a Mitchell bat. Congratulations. And um, Fantastic Marissa, idea. you know, Marissa sent, you know, pictures of the bat, like on top of the dugout and all this. I was just like flipping out oh, at, my, oh. at my desk and Dude. just couldn't believe it. And then, you know, that was like January. And so spring training starts in February. And so a couple of weeks later, um, I get an email from Billy Weiss, who is there. It's uh, BJ Weiss is his Instagram. I think BJ Weiss 15, maybe. Anyway, um, he sends me an email and he's like, hey, we want you to make some Mitchell bats for our spring training photo shoot. Um, and we have like a design. We want, we have an idea for a design. And so I made them, they were red and they're, one was red and one was white. They were like reverse of each other. And um, so I made the bats, shipped it to them. And then all of a sudden I, on Instagram, I see like, I get to get all these DMs. Like, are these your bats? Are these your bats? And it was their, um, their photo shoot that was in process. Um, had this like big red background and the, all the players were, you know, posing with, with my bats, bats that I painted. No way. And <laughs> I just like, I couldn't believe that. I couldn't That's believe surreal. my eyes. Totally and, surreal. And so they, um, so what they did with the the bats was on was on everything. It was on their um, like signage, and so this is 2019. Um, yeah, before 2019 um, season, it was all over their signage and was all over their hmm. um, you know stadium and stuff. And and we actually got to go uh, to Fenway Park for my uh, 40th birthday um, two summers ago. Yeah, 2019, and um, like I I knew that they I knew that the bats were out there. Like I knew that the photos and stuff, but I hadn't, I hadn't really seen evidence of that. Like, I, like they told me what they did with them, but I haven't seen anything. And we're at Fenway park and we got there super early because we were about to get a tour because I'm, you know, I'm friends with the, the creative department. We're going to get the tour of the, the field and go inside the green monster and all this stuff. And I knew this was coming and we're walking, um, to the stadium, like on the sidewalk. And all of a sudden I see a, a, a huge photo of Mookie Betts with a Mitchell bat like over oh, his shoulder wow. right there, like on the, on the chain link fence. I mean, it was, it was probably 10 feet tall. Wow. And, uh, I just, I literally like lost it. Like I was just like bawling my eyes out. Cause I, I just like, I couldn't believe, you know, this was 2019. So it was just like seven years, seven years after I started or six years after I started it just off of a whim and, and just making a Photoshop document and posting stuff to Instagram. And then now I'm standing here at the oldest ballpark, oldest, you know, major league ballpark in, in the country. And my bats are like all down this whole being concourse. held by the best baseball player in the majors. Arguably yeah. that's amazing. It was, it was wild. And then like we, you know, went on the field and got to go inside the green monster and, and we both got to sign our name and it's just like, it's just like, you know, the Holy grail of baseball. Mm. Um, and then we got to tour like the front office and we kind of went up this hallway and she was, and Marissa was like showing us all this stuff. And then we go to the, um, there's like a receptions desk kind of right there. And they had like that night's 
um, program. And on the, on the cover of the program was one of their players holding a, a Mitchell bat. <laughs> and then right, right next to that was a stack of, there's a suit company called Indochino. And I did a project with Indochino, um, like unrelated to the Red Sox. I mean, it was like, it was, uh, Xavier Bogarts, like their the infielder, um, holding a Mitchell bat right next to the program of, Hmm. of the guy holding it. I was, and I asked Marissa, I was like, I, did you put this here? Like, are you, are you like, are you serious right now with this? And she was like, you're people like your bats. And that's all she said. <laughs> nice. um, but it's just, it's yeah, that, that kind of stuff, like those moments where, um, you know, when you see it out in the wild, yeah. um, that's, oh. that's a surreal so moment. Talk a little bit about how, like how has the product changed from when you, went from the moment of like, okay, I Photoshopped this. I know what I want it to look like. And now I've got to try to make it up until today. Like what, what has been the progress of painting bats for you? Yeah. Um, let me open this. Let me... Oh yeah. Nice. Oh, that allowed. Sultry yeah. That's actually, sounds. I'm that's going to go I, get more I, beer. I gotcha. Oh, you got it. Okay. I'm going to take another yeah. drink of this. Grab cool, that Pliny cool water. You mean to wait to answer that? No, question? go ahead. We no. don't care about Zach. <laughs> <laughs> How has it changed? Um, I mean, describe the first one that you painted. I'm really curious yeah. about the very first one. We were like, "Oops, that messed up." Uh, new bat. Oh, shoot. Nope. <laughs> yeah. What's What's crazy? So I still have the first two ever that I painted, um, and and I and I don't know why I kept I kept those two. It might have been because I knew it was going to be special maybe. Mm. But, um, but they're, they were perfect. Like it was like the very first ones that came out were, were to spec and to what, what I wanted. Now I've, I've gotten faster at, at painting it. Um, I use the same, I use the same materials. I use the same kind of paint. Um, I no longer brand. I used to burn my logo into mm. the, the bottom of the handle. Um, which is a great but, look by the way. Yeah. So now the, so now that logo is, is painted on because my, um, the process of doing it, like how I have to hold the, hold the brand onto the bat, um, was hurting my elbow. I'm getting old. Um, (laughs) so, so I made a, I made a design change to the, to my, to where my logo sits, um, because of pain in my elbow. Well, branding elbow is a known problem. (laughs) (laughs) And it looks better too now. Jeremy Mitchell's going to be uh, on the bench for six uh, weeks. He's uh, going so, on the IL. He's got hanging out with Mike holding Mike Trout. Elbow. Six to eight weeks. And so did you? I mean, I'm trying to imagine if I was in your shoes and I'm going. All right, now I'm going to try to paint a bat. Are you? Are you going? Uh, I'm going to tape the whole thing off, or I'm going to spray paint this, or I'm getting a brush yeah. out. Or like, what was so your process? Funny. So I, um, yeah, for sure it was tape. Um, but it, but I, what I would do is I would measure, like I, I had like a, like a ruler. I would like measure cause like the, the, the tape, the stripes are like one inch, mm-hmm. but it's like 0.94. It's like not fully an inch. There's some fine so I would details like, to your whole process here. Yeah. And so I would measure and then I would tape and then I would measure again. But then I, um, along the way through the eight years I've, I've hired painters, I've hired people to help me that either paint skateboards or um, that are handy with paint. Mm. And I watched a guy and how I train is I like to say, okay, here's the, here's the bat and here's a blank bat, make that bat. And I just want to see how they do it. And um, I watched a guy 
his very first bat he painted, um, he would use like, he would use the tape as the measuring yeah. for the negative space. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. that's smart. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, I was like, you use the tape to make the gap for the other stripe. And he's like, yeah, how do you do it? And I was like, Oh, I did the same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you correct you did it correctly good you pass uh, all right anyway you can do another uh, <laughs> <laughs> i've been lying in this company from the beginning might as well keep going yeah <laughs> right. um so yeah that, that's one thing that i learned early on and that was you know I, I was kicking myself for not not and that's how i do every single every single bat that i do now mr mitchell um, why are you taking is, so many notes while i practice on my first bat oh no reason <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but the designs have evolved. Um, like there's like, there's, I call them the original 11. Um, there was 11, the first 11 bats that I ever designed or painted um, will always be the most special. And then, um, so 2013, that's when I started. And for almost at early, early on, people would email me and they're like, can you put, can you put, you know, my logo on the bats? And um, number one, I didn't know how. Um, and number two, I, I didn't want to, mm. and number three, I just, I didn't want to deal with it because we were busy with, you know, just stripes. And, um, so I would just tell everybody, no, that it was, um, against our brand standards and that, uh, we weren't allowed to do that, but it was just a cop out of me just not really wanting to put the time in to like learn how to, how to do that. Um, cause I, I didn't know how, and then, um, in late 2015, there's this, um, there's this, uh, whiskey company in Lynchburg, Tennessee, um, called Jack Daniels. Hmm. And, uh, say it again slowly just so we can get it right. (laughs) Um, Jack Daniels, they reached out. So they, they wanted a custom bat, um, with their logo on it. And And you have um, a habit of saying yes before you know what to do. (laughs) So for that, um, for custom logo bats, it's always a no, but uh, you can't say no to to JD. No, so, <clears throat> so um, I said I said sure, I'd be happy to, and um, so we, we went back and forth on the design, and so I had the idea to stain it with whiskey, um, to pour whiskey on the bat to get the 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 you know the brown, and then we flame charred it, mm. and so it was like a you know like a flame charred barrel, and um, so we flame charred the bat and uh with whiskey and then um i had to get vinyls made um from like a local like sign company and it was like they charged me like 300 dollars, you know to do a couple of vinyls and i, and I didn't want to just do I, I for sure lost money on this deal but i was like i'm gonna this bat's gonna i'm gonna make this bat and um so we did it and uh the, posted the jack daniels bat online on Instagram and stuff. And, um, it wasn't long after that, that I got an email from Oprah's people. And she wanted a Jack Daniels bat. <laughs> she did. <laughs> and they you get a Jack to... Daniels bat. And you get a Jack Daniels bat. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yay! That's misdirection guys. It's called comedy. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. So, so anyway, so they reached out and they're like, we want to, fe- we want to feature you in Oprah's on Oprah's list. And, um, for July 4th, cause it was like, you know, America, American made products and, you know, baseball America. And, um, and so, I uh, so talking to this girl on the phone, I'm like, how did you, how did y'all find me? And, um, 
she's like, Oh, um, we found, um, we saw the Jack Daniels bat and, um, that's how we found you. And ever since then, ever since that Jack Daniels bat, it's just been like one logo bat project after the other. Like we, we do them now, um, sometimes 50 at a time. And, um, Oh my and, and goodness. I, and I held off, I held off on, on logo bats because I just, I, I didn't know how to do it. Didn't want to do it. Um, I, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't fathom it. And, um, now it's like the, now we sell more low custom logo bats than we do the original 11. Wow. And all right. I, I don't want to go too deep into like the, how the sausage is made though. I'm very curious if it, if you're doing like a vinyl cutout sticker that you get like a die cut sticker that they're, you're, you're mm-hmm. having created and you're laying that over the bat and then you're painting over that and you're taking off pieces of it. Yep. That's kind of what you, you got doing. it. See, I know how to Can make you paint bats, bats for me. I know how to paint bats. Guys, it's really easy. You just <laughs> use, the ta- use the tape to measure. Here comes the McCraw bat company. Well, I used to have a guy who would, he did logos in a, uh, the laser printer and just burn the logo into, he did our church uh, logo in there. Um, and just watching that, I'm like, That'd be great on a bat. Fantastic. Anyway. Listener, I'm breaking my fast. I said I wasn't going to have beer. No. I knew it. No, oh, pressure. there it is. Oh, he just did it. Oh, yeah. I, I thought that's what? what it was. That's a B. Oh, that's how I make my... Uh, wait, wait. Uh, oh, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Hold, hold oh, up. Hold. Wait, Jeremy's literally Jeremy's, showing us how the process vi- works. Vinyl. He's peeling hold on. it I'm off. waiting to we see what else B. is going to come... We have a B B uh, <laughs> B O. Wait, I usually use I usually use an exacto knife. Oh, it says boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so far, it's eight says zero bow. zero. Oh, eight, eight zero zero eight S five. That's not how you spell bros. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a leftover vinyl that's just sitting here. Um, Boston, for the Boston. Boston. We did, uh, I did a project for the, the Red Sox because they're awesome. They keep coming back and I love working with them. Um, but I don't know if you remember on, uh, on Patriots day, uh, in Boston, it's the Boston marathon, April 17th, yeah. I believe. Um, the Red Sox wore, um, yellow jerseys and it was in uh, city colors, like the, um, Boston marathon, the colors are yellow mm-hmm. uh, and blue. Yep. And so they wore, they wore yellow and blue, almost like UCLA colors. Um, and so we did a bunch of bats, uh, for Nike and, um, there's a swoosh on them and everything. And so they, they sent those out, um, recently to Nike. And it was the, it's, um, it's funny because Nike, I've, I've said no to two companies, um, on custom projects and one company is Nike and the other company is Boston Red Sox. Wow. And, uh, the reason I said no to the Boston Red Sox is because, um, they reached out and this was like their marketing department. Somebody in the marketing department reached out, um, a couple years ago and she said, uh, we're going to need some custom bats to give out to our, um, top level season ticket holders and we need 800 Whoa! <laughs> and i responded and i and i and because she typed it out 800 and i responded do you mean eight like number eight zero zero question mark and she said yes 800 and um that's a lot of bats i mean that's uh, and it was in a short amount of time um the, the price was right but we um 
this was like a Friday afternoon. I get this email from the Red Sox winning 800 bats. And that w- that sounds like a dream project. Um, and it sounds like, why would I ever say no to that? And um, from Friday night to, to Monday morning was probably the worst, um, uh, the worst four days of, of mm. my entire life. Um, because my wife and I, like, we, we really were going to do this. Like we were, we were putting like, okay, um, how can we do this? Because this is like, this is a dream project. How can we say yes to this and not fail? And like I said, the guy in, you know, my bat guy, he has 800 bats and there's plenty of paint. Um, so that's, that's not an issue. Um, I'm, I'm me and my painter are the only two people that are, um, capable uh, to paint any bats. Um, also his brother. And also there's another guy. Um, so there's, there's four people that I trust my, including one, including myself. And how, and, many, could, how many could the four of you do? Like how long does it take to yeah. do one bat? Yeah. So that project would have taken the four of us, um, spitballing here, probably three months. Oh to, gosh. To do. I was told yeah, there would be I mean, no math. I can't do that division. <laughs> <laughs> oh my and that's with, and and that's because we all have full time jobs. Like we're all uh, we're all working, and um, and so and we didn't have the space. So my shop that I had at at that time, um, like I'm I'm immediately texting everybody. Like I'm texting my mentors. I'm texting uh, the owner of the building that I rent from. I'm I'm thinking, okay, who can I hire? To, that I can train and do this. And so I, I, I texted my, my, uh, my, the guy I rent from his shop. And I was like, Hey, I got a project from the Red Sox. It's 800 bats. We're going to need, I'm going to rent more space from you. And, um, he was like, it's funny you reach out today because I was actually about to call you to tell you that I have to, I need your space. Like <laughs> oh, you're, you're basically oh, like, no you can't rent from me anymore. I was renting month to month and it was a super sweet deal. And in Nashville, it's hard to come, come by. And, um, and so now I don't have, now I'm like, well, I can't start this project and not have a facility. And, um, we, I mean, I, I probably talked to 25 people that weekend of like, should I do this? Should I not? Um, people came out of the woodworks and, and responded to me and, and they're like, let's hop on a call. I was on the, I was on the phone all weekend talking about this. And, um, Sunday night, it was probably midnight is when I called it. I was like, we're not doing this because the, these words came out of my mouth. I said, I looked at my wife, dead, dead serious. I said, I got it. We'll just rent an Airbnb with a garage and I'll just, I'll buy an inflatable paint booth and every single room in the house will have, will be a taping station, a shipping station. And before I even finished that thought, I was like, uh-uh. that's dumb. What am I like? There's, there's no way that we can, we can pull this off, um, and not go to jail or, (laughs) you know, ruin, ruin someone's house. Oh my goodness. And, uh, and so I went, yeah. Yeah. And then go to jail and I'd probably still, this, this would be conducted from jail, this podcast. Um, (laughs) I'd visit you through through, through like, for the listener, glass. it actually is conducted okay, in so jail. I, There's I, a different reason. That he's going to tell us later on, which yeah. landed Jeremy Mitchell in jail. That's a Jeremy, teaser. I'm doing the math, and I'm think. So you're talking three months, and you've got the guys that you trust, 
um, two bats per day per person. That's what you are like. Is that sound about right? With with our full time jobs, yeah, yeah. So this is right. life. Life continue. Life continues as normal, as far as our employers okay. are concerned. I got a question for you. Did you ever at that moment think this is a jumping off point to I am walking away from what I do and this is what I'm going to do? So. Yes, but the kicker is I was two weeks into a brand new job uh, working for some good friends of mine. And it was, uh, I, we prayed about it and it was just, it just wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, that would have been, um, I mean, that would have been a, the, my salary um, for the year um, made in three months. <laughs> um, wow. But then considering, you know, this was, this was, um, this was 2019. This is right before 2020. Um, and so I haven't thought about this. I haven't thought about this. I don't know. What happened? (laughs) So I haven't thought about this. I haven't thought about this in a long time, but, um, yeah, I don't even know if any of this is even usable, but, um, so we, we said, no, we said, no, I I came back and I said, can we, we can do 400. Like I came back and kind of like lowered the deal. And she said, no, it has to be all 800. And then on the, then I was like, we can't do it. This is over the phone. And, um, she's like, that's okay. She's like, we'll have more projects for you. And she goes, you know, I, I hear this a lot, you know, cause all the, mm. we want to give our people cool handmade right, stuff. You, and then but we, stuff. you know, we, right. we throw this like 800, um, number to them and they just, they just can't. And, and ironically, most of the people that, um, were, that I was, that I was like consulting with that weekend, um, I called them every, all the people back. And I was like, Hey, I, I actually said no to this project. And they were like, Oh good. Oh man. <laughs> oh, I'm wow. so glad. I'm so glad you said no. And, uh, and I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, I just, I wasn't sure, but uh, you know, it was, it sounded like a great, great thing, but I'm, but everyone agreed. Like everyone was like, I think you made the right decision, mm. um, to say no. And then the Nike thing, um, they wanted a bunch of bats and we kind of went back and forth on price and they wanted to pay $5 a bat. And, uh, I was like, no, I can't, what can't do that. But, um, the whole reason for that story is you're going to get um, great exposure this, though. <laughs> yeah. This Boston, this Boston project is a, is Boston Red Sox and Nike combined on one, on one cool, um, cool bat. So it, it kind of came full circle. So I, so now I've, I've said yes to the people that I've said no to only twice. Nice. Man. So I have a question about your relationship. Like, you know, let's go, let's find out how you guys haven't gotten divorced. Cause you guys sound like, <laughs> like I love your family and we know you a little bit, your wife and my wife go back. Wait, before you get into it, yeah. can I ask, um, Jeremy, how many bats have you made and sold to date approximately? I, I get that question a lot. Um, and the honest answer is I don't know. Um, but it's, it's for sure thousands. It's, it's definitely thousands of bats. And, uh, I think uh, we've, we've also been having babies during that time. Um, in those <laughs> and eight the years babies have been making, we've taught the babies how to paint he's, the bath. He's got a sweatshop, yeah. which has increased the output of bath making and sales by 17,000%. So, We've been in like baby mode. So it's, it's been like, um, 
at some at, at times like very zombie like oh, yeah. just like making the bats and painting the bats and going to work <laughs> going to I thought you were going to say you're making the babies yeah. making the babies like, like zombie mode just, Jeremy your tone just, is so just making the babies making the bats and making babies and bats that's all it's I like doing. okay everybody we're on bottle break right now babies, and then we'll bats, get back bottles. to bottles time to go on rose bottles and beer babies bottles and bats <laughs> <laughs> okay everybody we're one pint in uh, um oh, all right go go to the family go to the family well you you are a small operation it sounds i think yeah dealing with nike and the red Sox. when i yes. when we visited you guys a few years ago it was just <laughs> you i think and now yeah. it sounds like there's a few other trusted people involved but you're still yeah. really small and some of these orders have got to put I mean, you're up all night doing orders, plus working full time, plus making babies, mm-hmm. plus raising children. <laughs> I mean, uh, how does a marriage survive amongst this? And it, have there been like crazy blow up? Like, I don't know. Zach's I just, just trying to figure out if he can I'm move laughing, forward with his I'm entrepreneurship. I'm laughing because you said <laughs> plus making babies. That's it takes a lot of time. It, it does making I mean, babies. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So there's how have you guys survived? There's many. There's many questions in that question. Mm. Um, how have we survived? Uh, I think that there's um, there's moments where I have to tell someone it's going to take a little longer. Um, or there's moments where I have to um, skip out on things. Um, and so it's it's just been the ironic thing of of these bats and the customers that, um, that purchase a bat. Um, and it says on the site, it's very clear six to eight weeks. And that's two months, you know, two months to paint a bat. I've never in the eight years, um, ever heard that that was a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, people are, people are willing to wait, um, for, for a bat. If, if there's a certain deadline that they need to hit, I always, I always make it, I always hit it. Um, and there's a lot of late nights. I mean, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of nights where I'm up till two or, th- or three, you know, working on this and then, um, coffee, coffee helps in the morning, uh, <laughs> coffee helps in the afternoon. And so I just, I've, I've been able to maintain, excuse me, I've been able to maintain, um, a full-time job, a family, um, my sanity and, and grow this, grow this thing. Um, and I think that it's, I think that it's special. I think that it's, it's from, from day one. I mean, ESPN reaching out. Um, I, I just, I, I can't explain it. I can't explain why, you know, ESPN, um, soon after Ralph Lauren, um, we've been in InStyle magazine, all these different magazines, Martha Stewart, you know, talked to us, Oprah was talking to us. I, I cannot explain it. Um, the only way that I can explain it is that it was something at the time, it was something that no one had ever seen before. Um, and it was, it was a time when, um, baseball was starting to, to kind of come back into, um, the, the news and social media was talking about it. You know, the Red Sox Cardinals, the matchup was, uh, romantic and it was being played in the oldest ballpark in, in America. And, uh, the Red Sox hadn't won a world series in Fenway park in almost a hundred years. And so there, so it was a, it was a thing that just, it just hit at the right time. And I think that um, 
my, my passion for for baseball comes out in it. And, um, you know, me, you know, being embraced by, um, in-house sports creative teams that are, you know, making things for, uh, the Red Sox or the Padres or, or, you know, you name it. Um, it's, it's, it's neat to be embraced by this very small community of professional, um, sports designers and, and, and them allowing me to be a kid and, and, you know, tour the press box and, you know, be on the field for batting practice and sometimes get to throw the first pitch out. And it's, it's, um, it's just something that's special. So I think that, I think that my wife, Kathy is, is, um, she sees that and I think that she's excited about it and, and it's, it's, it's frustrating at times because there's, you know, I don't have my shop anymore. And so we're, we're doing all this again at the house. And Zach, when you were at our house, like you remember there was like bats on racks and, and that weekend was kind of a, kind of a, one of those wild bat weekends that yeah, I, I was like, okay, I'm just, I'm going to stay up until, until three. And then I'm going to go eat breakfast at, at seven and going to hang out and, and, you know, hang out with y'all. And that was a fun weekend. And, and I got all those bats done. Uh, I still have I remember that smell it was like the, the, the lacquer that you're using. <laughs> Wait, Zach, did you, did Zach, did you get Zach, did you get video of like him making bats? I probably took a few pictures, but we gotta have something. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. I'm looking at the bats right now. Oh my on gosh, your dude, you gotta be kidding me. Which one are you looking at? I just went to your, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can't see that. Is that MitchellBatcom.com? Can okay, you might be falling into something amazing because so Red Sox 2019, and now you're you're uh, in a relationship with a. Yeah. So the so this is um, they literally might be the next world champions of baseball. No, they're not. They might be. Yeah. No, they're not. (laughs) (laughs) We got a Dodger. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, all the teams are. I'm friends with a lot of the teams, and and the, um, their their former creative director doesn't work there anymore because like uh, a lot of people lost their jobs, um, mm-hmm. in 2020 in sports. But um, yeah, doing some things that are upcoming that uh, that I can't talk about just yet. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an exciting 2021 for sure. Edit out whatever is. Jeff just said. Do do we need to blank names out for real? But I didn't say um, anything. Well, yeah, we don't. We, yeah, let's not mention the. Uh, okay, timestamp right. that. Uh, Fifty-four. <laughs> sorry. Minutes. Okay. No, we're we're. Yeah, I, I, I sorry, Zach mentioned this to me, and I was I was like, excited. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I didn't know yeah. bring it. Up I was excited. Well, no, I've been watching the. I've been following <laughs> the like three years like so all right like, now he has to cut stop that out talking. again stop, stop talking stop okay. saying, stop right. saying you know, the, words the angels no are more such words. a nice team the angels are so great <laughs> i live by the angels do you understand how editing works yeah you uh, do with my all right <laughs> diary of the mouth andy <laughs> <laughs> teach you how to edit yeah so so zach that that weekend that y'all were visiting in nashville that that was kind of a typical weekend for me where i have to pause and you know, go and do family stuff and go out at night and dinners and things. If friends are in town, you know, like, like I don't have a, I don't have a hall pass to just skip that stuff. Um, and so it's, it's, it's going out, hanging out with friends and, uh, coming back to the house and, and painting until painting until I can't stay up anymore. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm, I'm painting and I'm for sure like falling asleep (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that's my, uh, 
that's my sign. That's my, uh, okay, go to bed. And, um, you know, quality might slip. And so let's, uh, let's call it. Yeah. Jeremy makes me want to paint for a living. Yeah. And there's (laughs) seriously, I'm like, I'm ready to be an employee, Jeremy. Let's go. Quality might (laughs) slip is a, that's an interesting phrase. I mean, if you look, if, if the listener goes to, uh, is it mitchellbatco.com? Yeah. Or the Instagram, uh, mitchellbatco. There's no like slipping in quality. There's no like room for error. It's like precision lines, precision. Yeah. It's a unique that, thing. That's the word that comes to mind with, with the different yeah. colors and everything like that. I kind of compare it to, so when I was little, all growing up, probably age seven to probably into my teen years, I would build model cars. And um, if you've ever built a model car, um, there's a lot of tiny little parts and pieces and you have to spray paint them just perfectly. And the decals have to go on, go on with like tweezers and you can't touch the the windshield with your fingers because you might get glue on them. Mm. It's really like that. Like it's, it's, it's that level of, of precision. like precision. Yeah. Precision and just quality. And, um, I've, I think I've just, I've just had that since, since forever ago and just, it just translate it translates into, a baseball bat. Totally. Like you're getting a Mitchell bat. Your Mitchell bat is going to be arriving today. That that seems like a special thing. Like, yeah. So amazing. I love, I love when people like yourself put so much attention into detail that there, there becomes a demand of, Man, I love this. Like just talking about the ten foot picture of you know bets holding your bat at Boston at Fenway. Um, there's something to that. I mean, you struck a chord in in sports, obviously. Uh, Zach, yeah. over to you. Well, thanks, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be those images, those memories, those those those. I mean, forgive me. Those holy shit moments where you're like, you you see Mookie Betts poster like all those little moments, those have got to go in your memory bank because I'm sure that in the nights where you're up and you're just frustrated or maybe you're just at the end of your rope, you got to recall those and be like, this is what I love about it. And, uh, yeah. you know, savor the flavor of those memories. I don't even know if that makes sense, but those are words that yeah, come out of my mouth. It, it does. I mean, it, it, it definitely keeps me going. Um, like I said, like in eight years, like it it hasn't slowed down, um, either monetary or either people sending me stuff, um, or people, um, offering me tickets like this, this coming weekend, not sure when this, this goes live, but, uh, I'm going to the Indy 500 and I'm going, I'm going on behalf of NASCAR. Like the, I'm, I've been invited. Are you living uh, a dream? Are you living a dream, Jeremy? (laughs) Do you feel like you tripped into a dream? Yes, I do all the time. It's bizarre. Um, like just getting invited to things and, um, it's kind of, I used to do a lot of trades like, um, you know, was it Kramer that said interesting trades considered? Um, <laughs> yeah. I like this, I've created a currency with these bats. Like I, I trade things sometimes mm. like there'll be a brand that's like, Hey, we love your bats. You want to do a trade? I'm like, what do you got? And they're like, we got this leather belt. I'm like, I'll take, I'll take a leather belt and a jacket and I'll send you a, I'll send you a bat. And like, we just do the deal. And uh, I used to do that more often, but we we're kind of out of space. Like my closet, it's like, 
Um, but there was like a, there was a point where every single day there was like a box on my front porch and it was like, you know, socks or, you know, from stance or socks or hats from wherever jerseys or, um, shoes. Like we did it, we did a project with, um, PF flyers for the, um, I want to say it was the 105th, 150th anniversary with, um, Pluto and Popeye there was like a baseball cartoon that was out and you can probably Google that. And, um, so they did this like special, like Pluto Popeye edition PF flyers and they wanted to have custom bats made for this. And so they sent me like a box full of boxes of shoes and I have a lot way more jackets than I should, should admit, but, uh, (laughs) That was a, that was a fun perk and and it still is like now it's like more like experiences that I'm getting to getting to do but the Fenway Park thing was was awesome getting to throw out first pitches um has been cool um and so it's just like making up for lost time you know it's just like at at the root of it I'm a I'm a massive baseball fan um the history of baseball um the sport at its core uh current teams, past teams, autographs, foul balls, all the stuff that, that makes a fan a fan, like that's me. And the fact that I get to, um, have a second, second livelihood, um, that could someday be the thing that I do full time, um, is, is fun to me. And like after eight years of, of like painting these bats one at a time, very slow process every single bat that I paint um, doesn't matter if it's for some random guy or if it's for a former president, um, they're getting the same quality. And I think that's what is, that's what is unique about what I'm doing is I'm not going to send out a bat that I wouldn't be proud of or hang on my wall. That is so great. I, I have a question. Um, Well, I want to hear more like why, why baseball, why sports and specifically baseball? What is it that gets you about that? Like, are there bigger themes than just the, the actual details of the sport that, that you love about baseball? Uh, but first, what advice would you have for some, given that you started a passion project and it's, it's like blood, sweat and tears, um, over a commercial break. Yeah. Like, like what somebody has got an idea for something potential entrepreneur. What's your advice as somebody that's walked the walk? Yeah, I would say, um, start out with just using the resources that you have. Um, you don't need a fancy logo or a fancy website or, um, a marketer or all these things. Like what can you do like from your phone? Um, and without spending money, like I didn't spend any money launching this. I think I spent 99 cents, um, for the URL and I, that's all it took. Um, the logo was, the logo was basically already, already done. Um, because I had a leftover logo, um, from my original logo was Jeremy Mitchell. It's just like my like branded self had a logo and we just like got rid of the Jeremy part, um, and typed out that company underneath it. And so is this like, we just use like the resources that we had. Like I had Photoshop, I had this leftover logo and I knew how to build a cheap 
website that didn't look good. And, and so I would say, um, to that person, like use the best, use, do the best what you can with the resources that you have. And, and also like patience, like it's like my story is, is, um, it sounds like it was a overnight success, but I've been, I've been working hard even prior to Mitchell bat on many failed, um, many failed projects that I thought was going to be the next big thing. And, um, all those failures kind of added up to like me understanding like, okay, it's the right time to launch this product. Um, spending $0 if I can, and just, uh, grassroots, just shouting it from the rooftops and, and never giving up. And I think that, um, I think that people will kind of want a, a quick, a quick response and a quick success, but eight years in and I'm still, I'm still learning. I'm still, um, trying to make things happen and do deals and, um, also try to, you know, raise a family and get some rest. Um, and, and, and so far so good, but, um, the, the biggest thing is, is do the best you can with the resources that you have. It's a beautiful answer. And, uh, Speaking of getting some rest, and it sounds like you have to paint bats too. We'll let you go in a few minutes, uh, but I do want to hear like why baseball. Like, what do you love about baseball? That goes kind of what? What are some universal themes that go beyond the nuts and bolts of like see the ball, hit the ball? And who hurt you that you would fall in love with the Boston Red Sox? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I've. I think baseball, so growing up, like my, my mom was somewhat of a historian and, um, we would travel to Indiana. Um, I'm being from Tennessee, she's from Indiana and we would travel there once a, once a month to visit our grandparents. And they lived in kind of an old town and had an old square and the, their, their town reminds me of the back to the future set. Um, Mm -hmm just like this really old place. And, um, on the way back from Indiana, we would stop off in Kentucky at these like Amish villages or these like Quaker villages. And we'd pull off and, you know, Illinois or Kentucky would, we would go and look at Abraham Lincoln's birthplace. And I had an early appreciation of history and combined with me loving baseball, um, that historian vibe that my mom had, um, plus the sport that I loved, like learning about Babe Ruth and learning about Ty Cobb or Hannes Wagner and all these old mm. ball players, it, it kind of just like married the two. And I feel like out of all the sports, like there's so many like urban legends with with baseball, and there's so many just romantic stories about people going to a baseball game and it's Cracker Jacks and it's peanuts and it's beer. And it's, um, I don't get that from a basketball or a hockey game. No, they um, have that in basketball. Uh, rumor is that Wilt Chamberlain <laughs> slept with 20,000 women. That's the same thing, right? You know, that's yeah, no. a quick diversion. That's a number that I have done the math on and I'm not sure that's possible. Continue, Jeremy. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I don't know where I continue. Yeah, how do you there. follow that? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I will say though, yeah, there's there's something about I remember the feeling of and I've got memory in my memory bank of going to Angels games with my dad. I got to see Rod Crew get his three thousandth uh Ooh, I hit. saw that on TV. Uh I was in the it's stadium. Great moment. I was in the wow. stadium sucker with my brother and my dad. But and I remember that feeling of going 
through that tunnel and when you first go and the, the stadium opens up to your mm-hmm. field of vision and you see the grass and the sights and the smells, like that's like, I almost want to cry right now thinking about going there with my dad and taking my two girls to a game and just watching their faces as you go through the tunnel and it's like field level and it's just their eyes light up. I mean, there's something, I don't know. There is something different mm-hmm. about that sport compared to other sports. We'll see if I take him to SoFi Stadium to the new stadium with the Rams. You know, maybe that will trump <laughs> all of that talk. But there's something. I mean, I yeah. just there's some emotional. It's a great feeling. I mean, I remember it always, and I remember the look yeah. on my kids' faces when I first took them to a game. Yep. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same feeling for me as well. Man, I just wish the Angels weren't falling apart right now. God damn it. <laughs> I don't understand the Mike Trout. I'm sorry. The uh, I don't understand the Albert Pujols situation. Oh, why they released him? Yeah, something. Yeah, some some words were said. I don't know what happened, but he was gone. Now he's a Dodger. He had a home run with. Of course, he hit a home run with the Dodgers. <laughs> he wasn't doing yeah. shit with the Angels. <laughs> he should have gone the Cardinals, in my opinion. I thought Back that might have happened. Cardinals. It would have been a bookend Very to his career. Poetic. Yeah, I don't think he wanted to move. Maybe I'm not sure. Yeah, he's probably got a sweet <laughs> setup here. Well, I will. I, there is one question I have. I'm curious, and you, and you can answer this briefly. What's the weirdest thing you've been asked to paint? Uh, on a bat, or just in general? You could answer that either whatever on a bat or whatever comes to your mind. Like whatever sticks out. Like this was weird. Yeah, the first thing that comes to mind is um, we were asked to do a bat. Um, for fruity pebbles, like All right. the cereal. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I'm like, okay. Um, and so the marketer or whoever was like, okay, my designer is going to, um, design this bat and we're going to send you a mock-up of what we want to do. And then I'm like, okay, I'm curious to see what they're going to do. So they, um, we get on a, we go on a phone call. And, um, it's the designer and it's this marketer and um, she goes, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to email this to you now. And, um, so let me know when you have it opened up. And so I clicked on this PDF and this bat looked like, um, one of those stained glass windows, like from the Sistine Chapel. I mean, it had just every shape you can imagine every color. I mean, this, this would have been like a $90,000 bat, um, and, and I remember I like, I burst out laughing, uh, just kind of by accident. And, um, they're like, do you like the bat? And um, y'all do understand I was how like, painting works. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so we compromised and did, uh, something that was actually doable. Um, but it, it turned out pretty cool. I mean, it was like a, it said fruity pebbles on it. Uh, no, actually it said, it said yabba dabba do. Um, nice. so it was like, uh, it said, it said, yabba dabba do, and it had all these diamonds kind of strategically placed, like separate from each other, mm. something that was definitely, definitely doable, but that was kind of a weird, that was a weird one. And, um, you could but we get asked yabba dabba doable, man, I have one chamber too. <laughs> I'll show myself out. I was going to say like, yeah. how you accept the, the job was yabba, yabba dabba do. I'll yabba dabba do it. <laughs> I'm but, sorry, uh, I'm yeah, sorry we Jeremy. Get, Professional podcasters would be much better than this. <laughs> we get asked to paint. I've been asked to paint um, airplane propellers, ceiling fans, um, anything that 
could have a stripe on it. And uh, I've never painted a ceiling fan or a, a airplane propeller, but I, I, I could, but, um, but I won't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So well, great. we've got one final little segment we do before we wrap up. Oh, yeah. What's that, Zach? It's what are you consuming, mm, which okay. I didn't prepare Jeremy for. Um, so forgive me, but maybe it'll make your, your answer all the more honest if you don't have time to think about it. But uh, give us the details of how people find you and all your stuff and any last words you want to say to uh, pump yourself up, not yourself, but your company. And that's not the question that we're actually going yeah, to yeah, ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, Mitchell, Mitchell Batco on Instagram, Mitchell Batco, uh, dot com on the web and Jeremy Mitchell, uh, dot com for, uh, the personal stuff, Twitter, LinkedIn, all the same Mitchell Batco. It's all the same. So Jeremy, are you, do you do, and, is Jeremy Mitchell, is that like, is that related to your full-time job? Is, is there something you do for full-time work that you can promote here? That's tangible. Yeah, so your listeners probably have heard of She Reads Truth. Um, I'm the creative director at She Reads Truth and He Reads Truth and Kids Read Truth. And so I've been doing that for two years now, working for some of my friends, um, creating uh, beautifully designed, printed study books for men and women uh, to be in the Word of God every day. Whoa, that's cool. Wow, and I, that's, uh, I, can't, I count that as a fail on my part. We haven't talked about that at all. <laughs> yeah so well thank you for that and um the bats are beautiful man is there a way are there any promo codes or anything that we can attach to this episode that might give our listeners a chance to get a little discount on some sweet swag yeah what are you what are you guys thinking i don't know well it's up to you and if you want to you can tell us afterwards and what we'll do is we'll stick it in the show notes and if there's a promo code, okay. we'll throw that in the show notes on the episode. And then promo code bros, 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 Bibles, bats, beer, <laughs> Bro, bats. promo code bros, bros, bears. And beats, uh, bros, I'll, bros. I'll think of, I'll think about that. You think I'll about, think about that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> something. Maybe it's, maybe it's a free hat or something. Or if you buy a bat, it's free, free something. Yeah. People like free stuff. Yeah. yeah. Whatever is good for you now. What are you guys consuming? Now, Jeremy, this could be like you're reading a book that you're really into, mm-hmm. an album you love, TV show, movie, uh, a passage of scripture that's flooring you right now. It could be anything. Uh, what are you consuming? And I'll, I'll let Jeremy go last. Uh, can I start with you, Jeff? Okay. Uh, I, st- <laughs> <laughs> I started watching uh, season one of Dexter again. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Oh, I know. Man. I know. Are you preparing for the dark, reboot? I went dark Dude. and deep. I know. I know. <laughs> but I'm uh, I'm on episode t- uh, episode 11, um, and I will finish season one tonight. Started last night. Um, and and while, I'm, oh, while I am watching the f- season finale, I'm going to order. I'm going to order. I'm a Kansas City Royals fan, Jeremy. I'm going to order. Oh. A, a Kansas City Royals uh, bat from Jeremy. What? Like, I love the Royals, and I'm looking at this, and I'm like, I love... I grew up in Omaha, so I'm like a huge Royals, okay. Royals fan. It was Omaha Royals. We had the farm team there, and uh, I've always wanted something like this. I'm you know looking at from this. from Kansas City, like, right? Shh. The Royals fans love the bat. It's called number 27. Number 27. Well, yep. Okay. In, in, 
Anno.27. So search that in the site and that's what uh that's the bat that you should get. I will do that. I'm who's number twenty seven? Is it George Brett? No, that's so it's called that because that's the twenty seventh bat that I created. Oh. They're all they're numbered in order of their existence in the world. All right. Well that's that nice. that's a good cover for Jeff not knowing what number George Brett wears. Ha. <laughs> George Brett wears number five. As a kid, I have etched in my memory George Brett just running out of the dugout after the, the Yan- after uh, yep. the yeah. a hole manager of the Yankees was like, uh, "The pine tar is a little too much on this bat." Oh my gosh, Brett exploded! I remember watching that game going, "I hate the Yankees." Hey Jeremy, can you spray paint a little <laughs> pine tar on his uh, on his bat? <laughs> I could. That'd be fantastic. Right. I get asked that a lot. Uh, anyway, you got something Andy? next, Andy? Uh, well, I'll use something that's in the vein of the discussion. So I, I'm trying to get a website up and running as well for my little side hustle. So I've been working on that, and I was working on it as the bros came over tonight. It's close; it's almost done. And what is it? What is the side hustle? It's selling. Uh, it's selling a very specific uh, music-related digital download thing that allow guitarists to download these presets and and sounds into their gear and instantly recreate the tones of their favorite artists. So, um, and I, I've done, I mean, I've been a musician for a long time and I've built more websites than I can count. So it's fun. It's fun getting back into doing that as a side hustle and spend some hours on putting together the products and then building the site again. That's being been, a creator being a creator a maker yeah that's been good i like that what yeah, about you zach your child making days are done so you might as well create something else no i keep tra- practicing but we've uh i don't know the sh- analogy shooting, to be used you're shooting dust <laughs> <laughs> i'm swinging in the wind i can't i don't know what the baseball is now we baseball swing it swinging a miss swinging a miss uh, uh, or would that be a zach would that be a balk yeah, oh, yeah, it sounds like it. It feels like a bulk. <laughs> uh, based on balls. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I don't know why that one seems funny though. We'll go with that one. Um, I, I'll just say I, I have a consumption fail. Two of them. Uh, we, we've been watching a lot of movies with the family at night. You know, once the kids they get their homework done, if they want a movie, okay. You've been watching responsible family f- films. You know, it's interesting you say that because... Um, they were neither responsible nor, nor family. family. <laughs> um, we watched The Sixth Sense last night. Oh, it's such a wholesome movie. <laughs> now, this comes uh, the night after we watched A Quiet Place. <laughs> uh, a Quiet Place 2 is out now in theaters. Uh, enjoy uh, your time going back to the theaters, people. That's biblically based, right? A Quiet Place was a movie John Krasinski from The Office directed it. I think it might have won a couple of awards. Well, it's, it's, a, a, it's about fathers. It's a fantastic movie, but it is intense. And it was more intense than I remembered it. And we watched it. And one of my my younger <laughs> daughter was not having it. She got through it. The fail was we were far enough into it that uh, even my wife, we were both just like, no, we're we're finishing. You can go upstairs if you want, but we are finishing it's this movie. Easier to go through than to back <laughs> I know, out. We have to. Uh, I so, saw her the next day. She was bleary eyed. Looked like she'd been uh, up all night painting baths. Actually, coincidentally, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Nice. 
and then today was, uh, or last night was the Bruce Willis uh, film uh, where, where I see dead people. Now the name The Sixth Sense. Thank you. Yeah. And that was a little more intense than I remember too. Um, but we got through that one. I'm not sure if it's great. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm a good parent anymore, but they were good. <laughs> and we never actually got to ask questions. You had mentioned, spoiler alert, you had mentioned wanting to pick the brains of these two guys about their kids dating because uh, mm-hmm. uh, for whatever reason. I don't know if you want to do a quick one, right? A rapid fire lightning round for... Uh, yeah, let's, we'll Jeff wait for him to come back. Yeah, Jeff has to come back into the room. Here he's, uh, Jeff I think right, he went to go get a beer. One. He either went to get a beer or to get rid of a beer. I think he's getting rid of a beer and... Since yeah. Jeremy opened another one with that incredible koozie, I'm going to grab one more. All right. Yeah, so this, maybe in the show notes, this koozie came from uh, a brand called This Sporting Life. And it's just a regular old koozie with a, a baseball card sleeve on it. Seriously? That seems pretty straightforward. I I feel yeah. like someone should have been able to come up with that before. And they're the only place that has it, I think. But I finally have one. and. Here we go. I want to. I want to be like a baller and put like a King Griffey Junior. rookie in here. Yeah. Um, just like, ru- just ruin like a a one thousand dollar card just for the conversation's sake. Still a thousand dollars. I thought. I thought the sky was it Skybox. King no, Griffey Junior. rookie. There's. Deck. It was the upper yeah deck upper deck. deck. There's still there's still some gems out there for that card. I thought the problem was that they uh, they printed too many. Made too many. And it killed the. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I think that there's a lot of fake ones too. Oh, okay. All right. You had some questions uh, for for Jeff and I about our kids dating. Do me, don't need to answer the what I'm consuming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh my god. Yes. First. <laughs> we are terrible hosts. Yes. So this is uh, this is like honest honest truth here. What I'm consuming. Um, so um, it's, it's just funny that I'm on this podcast and I'm about to say what I'm about to say. Okay. Um, I feel like we should. So drama. a part of. <laughs> so a, a part of my a part of my day job is um i produce the podcast the, the she reads truth podcast the, and the, and so the, i'm the what the she reads oh, truth she reads podcast truth. Okay, sorry. um and so i'm on the front lines you know listening to these guests um talk and so we had we had a guest on a couple weeks ago her name is tara lee cobble and she has a podcast called the bible recap and her whole thing is to is to read the whole Bible in a year, um, in chronological order. And on so I've never done uh, on the podcast. But she has she has a book and she has a podcast and um, she has a whole like curriculum on the, on the Bible app, like the YouVersion Bible app. She has like a, a study. Um, so you you read every day and you read the whole Bible in in one year, but you read it in chronological order. And excuse me, her thing is to like, you know, understand the Bible, um, in, in order of time. And I've never, like, I'm on, I'm listening, I'm producing this podcast and she's talking about this and I'm like, I've never even thought about doing that. And so I've been just consuming her, uh, her content, um, on her podcast and, and she has a book about her book. And, um, so yeah, that's what I'm consuming. So that's the, uh, that's the Sunday school answer. That is incredible. It's way better than Dexter, Jeff. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just looking back. Tanya and I, my wife, Tanya, we tried to uh, read the Bible in a year, and we stopped at Leviticus. 
Uh, I was going to guess that. <laughs> she <laughs> made us guess. I'm like, we're, we're done. Yeah, that's this isn't going to. Yeah, happen. I'm at I'm at Exodus right now, so I'm at the very beginning. There's yeah. some pretty cool stuff in Judges. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's a it's a it's kind of blown my blown my mind because I've never you know in the 42 years I've lived in Christian most of my life I've never uh, read the Bible front to back chronologically. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you keep saying chronologically? Does that mean that you're not reading it in the order that the books are placed right now in the Bible? Correct. Okay. Are there like, do you, do you have like a, right? I feel like we should start a new podcast right now. Well, <laughs> shut up, Jeff. <laughs> you almost said Scott. Out I, of did. Reflex. I did. It was, I just wanted to <laughs> shut up, Scott. Instantly. So in chronological order, what would be the first four books? The same. So it's still it's still Genesis. Yeah. Still Genesis. So Genesis, Job, uh, Exodus. Okay. And I got it right here actually. So came prepared to class. Nice. Yeah. Genesis for sure. That's a leather bound Bible. Exodus. Genesis, Job, Exodus. And then it kind of bounces around because um, it goes, uh, yeah, the Leviticus. But it's all separated out like, um, you know, your daily reading. And if you keep going. So this is a uh, numerical Bible? Yes. Okay. All right. So I, I'm, I'm sorry if I missed that. Like that there's an actual Bible where it's not just the typical order of the normal canon. It's like arranged based on time. Right. Right. When it was actually written. Correct. That's cool. cool. Do you like it? <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. You're on, the, you're, it, only, you're on Exodus. Which, I just started. So technically nothing's yeah, just, changed. <laughs> nothing's it's like, changed. It's like starting a new but job. It's, it's like, I love, I love this job. Just started last week. Day two is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hopeful. But the, but her podcast is, um, is interesting. And so it's, uh, it's like a sh- seven minute episode. Um, per day, so that's that's what I've been consuming, oh, and a ton podcast. of baseball, of course, ton of yeah. baseball. Yeah. yeah, awesome. I selectively didn't mention the Lakers game on Sunday. Loser. Yeah, they'll be fine. so. The, yeah, the other so I I mow my grass. I have a I have a riding lawnmower, and uh, while I'm riding on my mower, I listen to podcasts. And I a week ago or two weeks ago, I was tuned into the Burritos, Bibles and Beers podcast. And, uh, you guys are talking about your kids dating each other. Yeah. And, uh, I took a, it was a long podcast. So I, I took a few extra laps around the, the old yard. Cause <laughs> I, I felt like, <clears throat> I felt like I was listening to like a modern day Romeo and Juliet oh, story. Yeah. <laughs> so I just need to know as we speak, I are kept, they, are kept they? hoping yeah. to learn something. Oh Turns out nothing was learned. <laughs> Watching Dexter, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm getting called out. You know, that's probably fine. There the will apple be... doesn't fall far from the tree. I have my ro- dark passenger. <laughs> nothing romantic but would happen with Dexter going on. That's right. My kids my kids aren't to that age yet, but uh, I just got to say, like, man, hats off to y'all for, uh, for being good dads and uh, being good friends. Yeah. Well, that remains to be seen. I mean, right now, <laughs> things are going well. I mean, we're all really close. I'm definitely taking notes and uh, watching how this plays out, but hopefully everything survives. Yes. Yeah, that was a great, great story. 
Yeah. Yeah, literally, Andy was like, we were talking about doing some real estate deals, and Andy's like, you know what? I think we should hold off on that just to see where this relationship goes. <laughs> I think we're in bed so deeply together right now that we need to not add something more to the deck that if it goes south... Now, when he says in bed so deeply, it's a metaphor between Jeff and Andy, not their kids' Let's relationship. Let's delete that. If the peanuts right. were on the floor of the dugout. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's the Capulets. At, oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I uh I think about like uh you know, we there's some friends of ours that have all boys. They have three boys and we have three girls. And uh mm. Kathy and I, my wife, we always talk about, man, wouldn't it be so great if if one of them married one of those guys and we could just be in laws with yeah. our friends. And uh I, I can I can see that I can see that possibly happen. The guy that I'm going with the Indy five hundred who's going with me to the five hundred next weekend, um he has he has three sons and I I might bring it up. I might just be like, hey, have you, has this crossed your mind to arrange this marriage between our families <laughs> and just, let's just be cool. Well, yeah. Holidays. And be cool is the key thing. I mean, I, we've actively not engaged or encouraged or discouraged. It's just been, this is a hundred percent them. And if they want to pursue this, it's, it is totally on them. And if they don't want to, it's, that's totally on them. Yeah. I was like, wait, what's happening? My, my, <laughs> my son's dating your daughter what <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and i think that's good and and they're both super good kids so that makes it easy yes. as well that and also just i think we mentioned this the last time that if going in and having your kid have their first relationship with some of your best friends you know family friends takes a lot of the guesswork out you know, if this was some stranger that we didn't know and we didn't know the parents, we'd be like, uh, we're who, who instituting, family? <laughs> we're instituting tons of walls and barriers right. and, you know, a lot of other stuff, but, uh, but it's easier cause they're good kids and, and both kids come from good families. So it takes some of the guesswork out of it. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. How old are your kids? 10, seven and four. All right. Well, you know, 10 is close to middle school and that's when, uh, Interests start showing up, or yep. maybe earlier. I don't know. Won't be long, but we homeschool though, so you know. <laughs> so oh, you're one of those. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yes. I was yeah. homeschooled until high school, and look where look I am now. Look how screwed you up. Oh, sorry. Look how right. screwed you up. <laughs> so, well sorry. done, elementary sorry, teacher. I had a, I had a Biden moment. <laughs> <laughs> whatever oh man hey no politics jeff all right well let's land this plane um man jeremy this was great i hope we hope uh my family and i hope to visit you guys again we love nashville that's the only time i've been and uh if we do come out there oh, wow. again you can put me to work i'll go to yeah, work man. for you for a weekend i could use it <laughs> <laughs> yeah jeremy thanks for joining us uh this was fantastic and i love the story of of entrepreneurship and here now you're you're figuring it out in the midst of still having a day job and a family and balancing all that stuff but it's it sounds like it's been hard and fulfilling and fun and uh and a bit of a ride those are, could all be sexual metaphors sure. i just realized it as i said all of those things right yeah. well yeah, we were just talking <laughs> oh, about we were talking about your kids dating so it's on the mind oh hey. uh, yeah well there's a mitchell bat for that yeah. oh my god <laughs> 
No? Well, thanks for having me. You can't have love like, you know, I love my wife on a bat and like, there you go. There's a... I guess you could, Jeremy. Have you done anything like that? Just whatever it takes. Uh, Yeah, everything has been pretty, pretty normal. Uh, that's been on that <laughs> except for the good. fruity pebbles yeah but yeah but, yeah, but do uh but yeah thanks for having me and uh keep doing what you are doing i love the i love the podcast uh long time listener first time guest so uh <laughs> so thanks for having me and and and, and keep being awesome uh so thanks jeremy thanks, thanks man. jeremy thanks for joining us and and listeners uh if you enjoyed this podcast that's great we want to hear from you uh anchor.fm slash bbp pod bbb pod if you want to leave us a voicemail and uh and and we'd mention this every every episode now what's even more important to us is that you if you like this podcast if you enjoy listening share it with one other person and you know just tap the little share button if you listen on your uh, iphone or android device and send it to a friend someone that you might think is interested in it because i think the word of mouth uh recommendations are worth a lot more than just posting on social media or liking it or any reviews or anything like that right where else can they find us zach bros bibles beer on most of the socials at bros bibles beer and bros bibles beer at gmail.com and uh scott we missed you once again but i didn't know, miss you scott crickets well i'm kind con- contractually obligated to miss scott I would say that Scott is responsible for bringing beer the next episode for his penance, but I think we'd be handed a bunch of Miller lights if that happened. Probably. We talked about the Bible last episode deeply and he wasn't here. No, he was here last episode. I mean, he wasn't here today after a great Bible session. All right. Well, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Bros Bibles Beer. And for Jeremy Mitchell, Annie McCraw, and Jeff Pearson, I am Zach. And um, it's 72 degrees outside. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Grace, peace, and cheers. Grace, peace, and cheers.